welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a new series that I have been wanting to check out, but finally have decided to get around to Resident Evil on Netflix. I am a Resident Evil fan. Who knew? Who knew? All of the movies, for better and worse, because Lord knows there were some terrible ones, I've been down to watch what is happening and what is going on. It's one of those shut off my brain, don't have to think a lot type of action, uh, zombie-ish type of genres that I'm really into. What do you call these? Guilty pleasures, so to speak. And uh, the fact that they have a black woman heading up this venture definitely is a plus but I was already on board since this is the first time we are jumping into a new series let's take a peek behind the curtains just want to ask here is maybe grab a pencil take some notes I'm about to drop knowledge as stated this is an action horror zombie apocalypse biopunk based on Resident Evil by Capcom uh, the show was developed by Andrew Dabb, who has work on Legion, Ghostbusters, and Supernatural. So, not, not watched any of those. <laughs> the star cast, we have Ella Belinska as Jade Wesker, Tamara Smart as Young Jade Wesker, Adeline Rudolph as Billy Wesker, Sienna uh, Agudong as young Billy Wesker, Paula Nunez as Evelyn Marcus, Lance Reddick as Albert Wesker. They have a few other things, but I'm just going to skip over that so I don't spoil myself. Recurring is Anthony Yemi as Roth. Connor Gosadi as Simon, uh, Ahad Raza Mir as Arjun Barta, Pedro de Taveria or Tavira Gorolo as Angel Rubio, Ella Ziggelmeyer as Bia Turlo Converi as Richard Baxter and Emily Child as Diana Marcus. This is an eight episode season with a runtime of 46 to 63 minutes. Uh, production, producers, we have Andrew Dabb as Spoken, Mary Lee Sutton, Oliver Bur- Bourbon, Robert Zolzer, Rowan Hughes, and produced by Martin Mouskowitz. I think I did good with that. <laughs> it premiered July 14th of 2022. Two mixed critic reviews. Uh, let's see what the critics are saying about it. On Rotten Tomatoes, it was reported a 53% approval rating with an average of 5.8 out of 10 based on 47 critic reviews. And on Metacritic, the first season has a score of 53 out of 100 based on 16 critics indicating mixed or average. That's actually not 
I know that doesn't sound incredibly positive, but it sounds relatively good. That means it's watchable. <laughs> it's palatable. It's interesting enough. And that's how I felt about this first episode that now that we've given credit where credit's due, we can discuss. Let's go. Welcome to New Raccoon City was written by Andrew Dabb, directed by Browen Hughes. I gave it an eight out of 10. The camera, the directing camera work was interesting. I found myself needing to adjust to it because it is very much kind of like a video game crossbred with a first person type uh, action scene. And in some places it worked and in some it did not. I think the most successful being at the end when Jade does her leap into the horde. That was pretty badass. She's a maniac, maniac on the floor. In regards to the storytelling, I think it was a smart choice to introduce two story or two timelines. Uh, 2022 and 2036 because now you are as a viewer trying to align up events and if they it seems as if they are going to continue to do that the rest of the season it's just a smart way to tell a story and really contextualize characters that you see growing into certain characters to the person or people that they are today or in current times and how does one affect the other I found that to be one of the most fascinating aspects of this first episode because I get to see two sets of events playing out. The first is in 2022 involving young Jade, her sister, twin sister, Billy, and their father, Albert, moving into New Raccoon City, which is a community whitewashed completely in South Africa. That's fucked up. It's Billy, or no, it's Jade who points out the fact that they're in South Africa and they are the minority. <laughs> like, uh, there was more black people where we were at than where we are currently, currently residing. And that white building construct just, that's just so creepy because any rational person would never want to have white concrete it's just asking to be fucked up on a daily basis they are introduced to carol who introduces them to their new home jade let's talk about jade she is a chip off the the proverbial teenage horrible block it's not even just admitting oh i'm an asshole yeah but if you look like i don't know forrest gump or some shit people wouldn't let you get away with being such an asshole i didn't find jade to be likable at all she was far more likable as an adult than she was as a child which means she did grow the fuck up because everything about her attitude and just giving her father shit giving everyone shit he needed to put his foot down and I'm surprised as a black man, he did not. I will send you to Jesus. There's a few times through the, the television set in which I was watching, I wanted to backhand her in the middle of next week. 
You need to shut the fuck up, little girl. <laughs> is what you need to do. Billy is like, come on, come on, man. Why can't you just be a little bit more chill? They put their shit up real quick. Cause I noticed that uh, meat is murder on her on her on her wall. I am still struggling with kind of well not it's just allergies right now. So if you hear my voice crack a little bit, that's what it is. I just have really bad allergies. Mainly because this state is full of pollen. And my mom goes, why don't you like to go outside? I don't know, because nature is attacking me. Jade is all about talking to boys, no matter how stupid they are, they're at least cute. Her sister, Demir, she says she wants to really be in the background, invisible, instead of owning everyone at the school. We see them at school the next day. This one girl, she's being bullied, so she then needs to make her way on the hierarchy because nobody wants to sit with her. That girl put her feet all the way out. Why do the lunch ladies never say anything about this shit when it's happening? Right? I would think if I'm a lunch lady and, I wa- and I'm witnessing some bullying behavior, I would make, even if I don't personally jump in, you know, because it's my job to service, I would make someone known about the, the problem. I don't know why that's never a thing in movies. Maybe because they just want to show all of the bullying behavior. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm really done with this trope all the time. And maybe it's because now that i have a daughter it's like everybody every day isn't isn't doing they they take bullying pretty seriously it's not to say that it doesn't happen and there are people that won't say because my daughter is also you know she she she's had people say little things because she wears she likes to wear chokers so one of them was like oh you're a dog because you have a dog collar and they barked at her and i was like oh you need to handle that and I was like, even if you don't want to, you know, you don't have to be physical or anything like that. I'm like, uh, I would say, why are you barking like a dog? Because that's what sounds stupid. I'm like, you have to learn to rise above that. But that's a little silly things where, you know, it's just it's just people being idiots, kids being idiots, right? Anything that's different, they feel the need to jump over. But bullying, like actually, like if this was going on on a daily basis, then no i would get involved uh i would be up there and the and the school would take it fairly seriously they don't like that shit so to keep showing it in tv shows like this is just the norm it's really problematic we should be teaching people how not to be and not just keep on going into well this is just how it is so she comes over to fuck with billy and she makes fun of her we learn how they're twin sisters apparently they have the same father different mother but they put the vitro eggs in the same donor or the same carrier and they were delivered at the same time so they're twins okay and she basically wanted to start a fight with her which is exactly what she did and uh billy was getting her ass kicked she's concerned because she stole some frogs apparently before and was called psycho because she broke someone's leg and i'm like you shouldn't have been talking shit if you fuck with me and i fuck you up don't be 
how am i how am i the psycho in this situation it's the same thing with 11 and that girl which mimi chastised me about being like oh no no you're right it should not get to a physical point but if someone is physically attacking you you then have the right to to defend yourself and that means if i fuck you up then you shouldn't have come to this uh step to this you shouldn't have stepped to this because you didn't know what was going to fucking happen because you thought and then you thought wrong i'm not the psychopath you just got taught a valuable lesson in life (laughs) which is exactly how i felt about this girl she did try to get her to come over billy uh jay did being like why didn't you talk to me they get home dad's on a call he takes a lot of calls he's also drawing their blood he looks at his daughter all weird like uh you didn't get my sample you drew your own blood it's not as hard as you think who the fuck are you man then later on we see him injecting their blood into himself what the fuck is going on Albert is also developing Joy, which is supposed to be a pill that helps depression and so on and so forth. He's concerned about it. There's a Tijuana incident where clearly the dead has come back to life. It is uh, being covered up right now, but it still seems to point in the direction of this Joy pill. Uh, He doesn't like how it's marketed. Then Jay just comes in in the middle of his conference call. This has to be the most embarrassing shit ever. Where were you? Why didn't you pick up your phone? I was at work. I was on a call. Well, fucking do your shit. Your fucking terrible father. Then <laughs> she tells him later, go back to work. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was thinking, Albert, you need to take control of the situation. I'll put a whooping on their ass so fast, boy. But he at least admits later on that he is a terrible father. (laughs) They go back into school and she tells them, like, you got to beat this bitch's ass. You got to show everybody that you are not to be messed with. And she says, no, I'm going to try to do things my passive aggressive way which I'm guessing this is the turn right when we find out much later in the 2036 arc that she keeps trying to be nice but everything that her sister's telling her she needs to be she does but in the end her sister actually learns that she probably should be less of an instigating fighter uh and not be so quick to violence but she tries to make peace with her and the girl throws her her burrito in her face so later on uh her sister decides to put on i don't even know why it needed to be a fucked up type of killer serial killer psychopath type of shit (laughs) on top of her head finds her in the bathroom and beats her ass just beats the shit out of her we see later on billy being taken out of class because she did not do this however her sister did because she was like nah i can't let you go down at like no punk that's not about to happen and so she's brought into the office 
I will say this is the fucked up thing that always happens in TV shows and I don't get it. It's only when the person's over there bleeding, you're like, oh, well, no, what happened before to get her ass beat? You assaulted my child twice, twice, and nothing seems to have been done about it. Nobody was even suspended. You were not suspended. Maybe if there was some disciplinary action taking place, then the second attack maybe not have happened. But no, no, nothing was done. The father screaming at, screaming at, uh, Billy saying she's psycho. Why is everybody, why do you think you're psycho just because you fight back? When did that become a thing? I felt like that was inflated for no, no reason for the show. Like just because you're a vegan doesn't make you a psycho. That also feels inflated for the show. And so he shows in. He's like, Wesker, shit. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. He don't want to come off as a punk bitch because he was just talking all that shit. So he tries to double down like, well, your daughter attacked my daughter. And he very calmly was like, uh, how many people? What do you do? He's like, it's thin walls. I heard what you said. Uh, so here's the thing. What do you do? Oh, really? How many people could do your job? Oh, thousands. You, you know what I do? How many people do my job? One. So guess what? If I called up to the powers that be and I said I'm quitting unless you are not fired. No, no, no. I don't want you fired. I want you blacklisted. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. The principal tried to pretend Mrs. Morgan, I think was her name, like she had any control in the situation. Was like, well, she, she was assaulted. Did you assault her? No. I believe her. There's no proof. You attacked my daughter twice and you think that she assaulted you because of your actions. She's saying she did not do it. She didn't do it. I believe her. You have no proof. And thus, I think we need to go back to the original issue is that you assaulted my daughter twice. And I think that needs to be apology. There needs to be an apology. She's like, I'm sorry. Cause her dad at that point, she's like, just do whatever he says. And she says, I'm sorry. She's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, no, no. Say it like you mean it. <laughs> I think the situation has been, uh, I think everybody's happy. Everybody ain't happy. He's like, no, I've been a terrible father. I admit that. I've been busy with work too much. Not only that, I think that tomorrow, Billy gets a mental health day. And they go end up going or agreeing to have lunch where he works. Uh, she's mad at her sister Jay because she knows totally what she did. Jay comes to her a little bit later, but not after she goes to the lab and realizes that they're testing on animals, little bunnies. And uh, I, I totally understand this idea that testing on animals would be very hard for animal lovers, but I also think that it's preferable to humans. You can't handle the truth so jade's like look nobody is talking about you they're not laughing at you at the school anymore i made your reputation better don't hate me she's like i don't hate you but you definitely do owe me and i need to break into dad's umbrella lab because they're testing animals and we need to get proof of that she's like oh what happened to you being good like just go down just just say yes you have literally been an asshole this entire time to your sister and she keeps easily forgiving you I understand you you say oh I care only about you and 
this that and the other thing but you take out all of your serious issues on her as well but they decide to go to umbrella they uh they talk about how dad owned (laughs) it's like dad that has apparently he's a huge black nerd so they're surprised that he uh he put his big dick out on the table they get to the lab they get into the research facility they start taking photos of the animals but here's where the problem is why the fuck would you start opening shit like when i understand going on to the computer sure because jade finds the tijuana incident by but what the fuck would you go over and be like let me open this container no no and you don't even know what's in there no that's just some dumbass shit kids would do you don't know what they're testing just do what you came to do which was get evidence so because of their dumbass actions they release cerebus which is one of those beautiful lovely doberman pictures that i hate that is definitely evil and chases them the facility goes red and eventually cerebus bites (laughs) billy's neck and i couldn't help but think chameleon you come and go you come and go y'all gotta leave shit alone man leave shit alone and that's where we end that particular story arc she's able to kill the dog with a fire extinguisher but her sister also looks hella dead but we find out in the present that she's not so what happens i am curious in 2036 in london jade who has a daughter named b she looks way too young to have a daughter and a husband or a boyfriend father of her child baby daddy whichever you prefer named arjun and she is uh she is doing an experiment on a group of zeros is what i believe that they're they're called a research experiment and it seems as if they're trying to see as as if the the zeros are becoming more human which is a which we learn a little bit more about the about the zombies when she's talking to tate she takes this rabbit out there and she sees that all they can think about that rabbit got away too <laughs> and it was good to see it's very good to see the clumsy humans even though that rabbit should not have gotten away uh, she's disappointed she also had put on some spray so unless there's some blood in the air they don't they're not attracted to to them and it turns out that they don't have sight or or hearing which that is something i myself was trying to incorporate in the story that i not abandoned but definitely ran into a wall because i still needed to rework a few things but that's what the that's what i had introduced in my own particular zombie uh fanfic whatever you want to call it (laughs) is this idea that 
yeah no their eyesight should totally be gone after a while i feel like that's that's genetic that's just uh something about the erosion of the body after a while and i could also see their sense of hearing going as well even though not quite as as much but it it takes away some two important factors so now they only have this heightened sense of smell to hunt uh and it's not until she actually uh ends up scratching herself that they catch uh her scent and then she's chased to where her camp is and she's able to fillet all of them letting off this uh mist as well to extinguish the fire but now her group of mutants that she was studying is gone all of her research for the past six months and she's not happy about it but she's definitely more unhappy to see a giant fucking caterpillar is that what that's supposed to be or i don't know it looked like the type of bug that billy picked up in the flashback so it starts to attack her and she is not able to get away from that thing and when it body slammed her i was like god damn and how you got internal bleeding but you is (laughs) like some of these dialogues you don't need that you don't need to say she has internal bleeding even though yes she should if we're not gonna follow that up really but also this is resident evil so you have to suspend your your disbelief a lot in this show but yeah she got fucked up and was unconscious and i'm glad she was fucked up and unconscious it just needed to be a lot longer because that thing fucked her up it took forever to decide it wanted to eat her but i don't think caterpillars are at least i, I don't well they wouldn't attack her then i don't know but it turns out that her setting off uh what she did woke up this creature to attack her luckily she is saved by some good samaritans that uh, are led by tate they realize that she is a survivor because of the tattoo the ink that she has on her wrist when she wakes up she's able to dress herself they just left her alone in a room sure sure they even allowed her access to see where to to computer see where the fuck she is we see a few umbrella facilities in the united states there's a few in a few other places and tate's like uh we salvage parts for the rich people in exchange for for goods uh she's like why can't i need to get back to my shit now like what how you gonna tell people what you need to do and when you need to do it let's do it like i can let's just start off by thank you for saving my life i don't know uh the helicopter is out however they are not able to drive because he shows her via flare that outside their walls of course is a shit ton of zeros as she calls them she explains a little bit about how the zombies work about what they intend to deal with hey there's 300 million people left in the planet there's six billion of them we're not going to be able to kill them all as tate suggested because he sure shit doesn't think experimenting or researching them is any good but she 
thinks this is just like any other ebola or, or any other virus we just have to deal with it until it mutates to the point where it becomes weaker and hopefully those people that are turned become more humanistic but they're still dead there's a weird moment of empathy here where he's like you're one of the first uh, so you were able to witness that shit firsthand it must have been terrible for you then he turns around it's like yeah uh wait for umbrella to come here because we are turning you over as a high value target and that is going to get me a chance to get into one of their fancy communities she tells them very quickly they're they're not gonna that that's a that's a lie they're gonna fuck you over because you're not you're tainted meat you're not good enough <laughs> but it's too late umbrella has already come and as soon as we saw this fucking baxter character who really did trip down the stairs <laughs> it doesn't matter because no one is going to be alive to recall that moment as he's like oh yeah your your assets over there he didn't even think to secure the asset before being like well here's a bullet to the brain for all of your services thought you were hot guess what you're not you are dead he then orders his men to kill everyone jade is able to escape but she is confronted by him on a bridge where like all them bullets flying they just happen to miss her <laughs> and uh he says jade what's up Your sister's been looking for you she looks very confused at that but then she says stay the fuck away from me before jumping into the horde and that's how the episode ends i thought that was a cool shot to end the episode on of course she's gonna get out of this horde and we're all gonna be like no fucking way but we're gonna go with it because it's resident evil if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>